0: Gardening on the Pat Kenny Show with the Huskvarna Automower. Keep your lawn looking pristine from the comfort of your own home. See huskvarna.ie.
1: Well, now it's time to say hello to Porik Horkin, uh, he of the Horkin Garden Centre family, who's going to talk about late January gardening. Porik, good morning.
0: A very good morning to you, Pat. What's it like with you at the moment? It's lovely. It's actually quite dry. We had some sun yesterday, and the weather has promised relatively good, good gardening weather right through to the weekend, and in particular Saturday, Pat, is going to be a pet day for getting back out into the garden. A little bit of frost promised as well tonight and tomorrow night, so any tender plants, just keep them covered, particularly in greenhouses and tunnel. But apart from that, it's great gardening weather, great to get back out into the
1: garden. Now, the, the old thing was uh, prune your roses by St. Patrick's Day at the latest. Um, yep. Can you start now, though?
0: You can certainly start now, and the weather this week would be actually ideal so I'm, I'm a big favourite in, in pruning roses quite hard back particularly the floribunda the flower carpet roses and the beautiful hybrid tea roses give them a good hard pruning back reduce the stem stem height by about two thirds past, and cut out any damaged or any kind of weak shoots cut that out completely rake off the bed too at this time of year and once they're pruned it's a good idea to put on some winter wash and winter wash is a natural treatment that will get rid of any of the old pests the aphids and whitefly the eggs and the bugs themselves it just cleans the plants after pruning it's also a good time of year, Pat, for pruning fruit trees. So if you've got your apples or your gooseberries or your black urns, they can be pruned at this time of year as well. So a really good time to get out, uh, particularly on the roses and the fruit end of it. And also it's a good time of year for planting new roses. So, you know, if you get them into the ground at this time of year, they've got at least eight or nine weeks before the new growth starts to kind of settle in
1: Yeah Now um, the nesting season uh, will start in a few weeks time so uh, if you've got a hedge you want to put mannets on maybe this might be the time?
0: It is. We Normally we advise people to prune their hedges up to about the first week of March, the first of March. After that, we're into the nesting season and, and many of our garden songbirds will nest in beech trees or Lelandia hedges or Escalonia hedges. So try and do the pruning now. Again, the mild weather at the moment makes that job so much easier. So over the next couple of weeks or during the month of February, trim up the hedges tidy them up any evergreen shrubs Pat, that have been damaged by the frost leave those till about the first week of March so leave those for another couple of weeks so don't be tempted just yet to prune back plants like uh, Fotinia red robin or Choicea ternata that have been burnt a little bit leave those till the first week of March it's time enough
1: So many questions which evergreen shrubs are suitable for planters uh, would you recommend for a small ground floor apartment terrace it's a south facing terrace but the perimeter wall is is shaded and north-facing.
0: OK, well, if it's shaded, if it's a shaded area, there are a collection of ground-covering evergreen plants that will tolerate shade. And I'm thinking of plants like vincas vinca major and vinca minor, Pat. They're actually in flower as we speak, beautiful white or uh, periwinkle blue flowers on vinca it's a creeping plant a bit like ivy so it's lovely to trail out of uh, balcony pots or containers so that's a lovely low-growing plant. Galtierias as well look really well at the moment they're evergreen the leaves go from green to red this time of year and the beautiful berries lovely red berries that the birds actually dislike so the berries the, the berries on Galtieri will stay right up until April. Brunia jack frost is a great shade loving plant as well that I have in the garden. It does, it's got these forget me not flowers, beautiful blue flowers, Virginia's, Euonymus. There's lots of plants okay. gosh, that will tolerate shade. Pop into your local garden center and they'll show you some of the shade loving plants that can be planted now.
1: Uh, Can I ask, Porik, about preparing a lawn for spring? Is there a product we can use? At the moment, the lawn is sodden, mucky Mm -hmm. and very patchy with grass. It looks terrible. That's from Sharon in Cork.
0: Well, Sharon, look, at the moment, all lawns are, are looking very much like that. We've had a huge amount of rainfall. You know, over the last three months, and, and there's a lot of leaching going on in lawns at the moment. My advice really is to stay off the lawn. If you wanted to maybe tackle the moss, you could certainly do that at this time of year with using the zero. But apart from that, it's too early to feed and it's too early to reseed any area. So those two jobs are better left over until March. So my advice really is to stay off the lawn. If we do get a bit of dry weather and, and the ground dries up, you could give the lawn its first trim. But at the moment, they're too wet and better left for uh, another couple of weeks.
1: Now, Robin has been cutting back apple and pear trees and gooseberry Great. plants um, and wonders, should I have a go at my cherry tree?
0: No. So the, the one exception in terms of pruning, patch anything that any of our fruiting plants that have a stone, so our damsons or our plums or cherry trees, you leave those until they actually come into growth. So you do no winter pruning on any of the cherries, plums or damsons or peach trees or nectarines. They're better left until they actually come into growth in April. So leave well enough alone on your cherry tree, allow it to flower and do the pruning then.
1: What's the best time to move a smoke bush? I don't know what that is.
0: Oh, it's a beautiful plant, Pat. It's a plant you should get in your garden. It's got beautiful purple foliage from March right through to September. In September, the smoke bush turns a beautiful orange colour. So, the botanical name is a plant called Catinus, and very simple to grow, beautiful purple foliage. During the spring, summer, and autumn. And the time to move it is actually now because it's deciduous. It sheds its leaf in the winter. So dig it up at this time of year and transplant it. Maybe again, leave it for another week or so, let the ground dry up slightly, and then. Transplanted anytime any time up to the first week of March.
1: Uh, Thomas wants to know, uh, he has red algae growth on garden walls and patio, what to use to get rid of it?
0: So very common this year again, Pat, a bit like the moss on the lawn, we're seeing red, red algae and green algaes and nostoc on on patios and, and walls. The treatment to use is ProPAC. So PAC is a treatment for eliminating all mosses and algaes on hard surface areas. So if you've got slates and tiles or walls that you need to treat use the ProPak, again a dry day, apply it through a spray spray machine and within six to seven days, the algae will be
1: dead. Uh, should I deadhead my hydrangeas? I have them growing in a large pot.
0: I would leave them for another couple of weeks just yet, Pat. Um, the, the old flowers of hydrangeas help to protect the new growth from uh, frost, late frost, and we've had some frost last week, quite severe, and we're going to have some this week as well. So, the pruning of hydrangeas, you're soon enough, again, about the first week or second week of March. So, leave them alone at the moment. Generally speaking, when we prune plants back, back, we stimulate new growth. And with hydrangeas, you don't want to be encouraging new growth because the frost can get them, late frost can damage them. So, again, just Resist cutting them out. Leave them for at
1: least another month. Uh, Two questions about potatoes. Uh, I would like to grow some new potatoes on my balcony as a beginner. What do I need? What are the key steps? And the other one, I would like to grow some potatoes organically this year without the use of sprays. What varieties should I choose? And what organic fertilizer can I use?
0: Okay, so a great question, particularly for organic uh, potatoes. there, There are actually a range of blight resistant uh, varieties, Pat, varieties that are actually bred to, um that, that don't are, are not susceptible to blight. So I'm thinking of varieties like Purple Rain is a really good one. The Hungarian potatoes, um, Sapro, Sapro Mira, for example, is a really good one. Um, you've also got varieties like Carlos and Vitabella Premier. They're all blight resistant varieties. So again, if you pop into your local garden centre, ask them to see, ask for some of the blight resistant varieties, you tend not to have to spray those at all. Um, You could also grow some early varieties like Duke of York um, or Sharps Express because by the time we were harvesting those in in mid-June, the, the risk of blight comes generally after that period. So early varieties are blight-resistant varieties for the organic grower. And if you want to grow them in pots and containers on a balcony, my advice is to get one of the potato pots or a veggie bag Simply fill it with organic compost. You can use some organic feed as well. And plant varieties like Duke of York is actually very good because it's quite a short-stemmed variety and does very well on balconies or patios in pots and containers. So look for those in your local garden centre. Duke of York or Red Duke of York, I'd
1: advise. I have a very old rose. I took it from my mother's garden after she passed 10 years ago. She had it for many years. New growth only now on one side and a few new shoots from the base of the plant – how low can I cut all the stems back in order to get growth on both sides?
0: Well, you can even off the growth. If it's a shrub rose, one of the old shrub roses, don't prune it quite as severe as I mentioned with the floribund and hybrid tea. So cut it back by 50%. But any dead wood, anything that's brown, dead or diseased, you prune right to ground level. So remove any damaged uh, wood or any dead wood completely because obviously that's not going to produce new growth this year and everything else prune it back by 50% so if it's 4 feet high reduce it to 2 feet and thin out the stems mm. as well the feeding of roses then we start in March so the first week of March you can start applying a feed and apply it once a month and it'll be back in good condition again
1: uh, Speaking of feed uh, what should I be feeding? Cherry, laurel uh, cherry, laurel, camellia black bamboo, all of those and what should I be feeding them?
0: Well, the the quick answer plants is nothing. Um, feeding plants at this time of year is only going to bring them into growth, and it's too early just yet. So, the feeding of all plants really commences about the first or second week of March, as the weather starts to increase, as the temperatures get warmer. If we feed plants at this time of year, we bring them into growth too early, and they're susceptible then to wind or frost damage. So, in terms of feeding, apart from house plants inside, outdoor plants require no feeding at this time of year. It's better done the first week of March.
1: Can you ask, Porik, what to do with trees that have ash dieback disease? Will they ever regenerate or do they have to be cut down?
0: They have to be cut down. Unfortunately, Pat, at the moment there's no cure for ash back uh, di- disease and uh, or dieback disease. So unfortunately, they have to be removed, and it is going to be a, a huge problem because ash trees are dying right around the country. Particularly in the next storm we get, we're going to see branches and trees themselves falling down because they're they're literally rotting from the crown mm-hmm. downwards. So um, it is a huge problem, but there's nothing that that can be treated. Really, you need to prune out the. The, uh, dead trees.
1: Is it too late to plant daffodils from Harry?
0: Well it's a question we always get at this time of year Pat. People buy the bulbs in the autumn and, and forget to plant them but get them into the ground is my advice. It's not too late. As long as the bulbs are not still nice and firm and healthy they'll probably be a little bit in new growth, but get them into the ground as soon as you can or again in your local garden centre get potted bulbs that have been potted up in the autumn and they can be planted at this time of year as well for a bit of spring colour.
1: Porik, so many questions still flooding in, but that's all we've time for porik. Thank you very much. Gardening on the Pad Kenny Show
0: with the Huskvarna Automower. Keep your
1: lawn looking pristine from the comfort of your own home. See huskvarna.ie.